Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hannah and Conrad, Joao and Brooke, maybe they need the advice of this uh, self-help guru that just showed up on the boat. It's Below Deck Mag, guys. Let's talk about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Nobody wants me to sing this, let's be honest. I started to hum, too. (laughs) Started to, and I was like, nah, I'm going to pass. Pump the brakes. (laughs) What's up, guys? Um, We are going to chat about Below Deck Med. I think this is kind of an appropriate Mm -hmm. opening song, because, you know, tonight's episode was a little... I think it was meant to be a little explosive, um, and it got a little explosive towards the end, but I think it's just kind of the same fight that we've seen over and over again, so it feels a little... A little lackluster. A tiny bit snoozy tonight, yeah. but... But we're nearing the end of the of the season. I think we have one more episode and then maybe the reunion, so... Cannot uh, wait. Should be excited before we break it all down. Hi, guys. I'm Laura L. Thomas. I am your host. And to my left, I got a lovely co-host with me. Hi, everyone. I'm Kaylee Stump. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we've... We're going to chat about, you know, Hannah being called materialistic by Joao again. We're going to talk about the new guests coming on board who are so interesting. So and, riveting. Yeah. And we're going to break down Team Brow versus Team Hanrad, which is what I'm calling Brooke and Joao and Hannah and Conrad. So Team Brow versus uh, Team Hanrad. But before we do that, girl, give me your thoughts. What do you think? Um, Yeah, a little bit snoozy. Kind of the same fights. Um. But, yeah, like you said, the two teams kind of slowly separating. Um, I liked when Brooke and Conrad kind of were talking about their right. significant others. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm never disappointed in this show. I know. For sure. Like, I know. I'm, I'm so invested. I'm so invested, and I, show, I, I tune in every week for a reason. But, um, but yeah, I, I think I just kind of wanted... I wonder if we've seen the biggest fireworks of this season. Yeah, we may have. At this point. I love that, again, we get a little more call-in airtime. I was just going to say. <laughs> which I was A-OK with, even though I didn't really love the capacity in which he was uh, oh, aired. Oh, I know. I know. And he got a little screwed with the Bloody Marys. Poor guy. I Poor know. guy. Well, um, yeah. I mean, for me, I just thought it was a little... Just a little, a little slow, mm-hmm. um, but again, super invested, super invested in the in this uh, group of people. I kind of like. It's almost like I've read the end of the book, so I kind of know how the story ends. I know, um, and so we now, know them all so well, but yeah. it's kind of becoming a little bit more predictable. Yeah, with most of them. I'm just anxious to see now that I've read the end of the book. I'm, I'm anxious to see how we get there. Yeah, um, for the next couple of episodes. So yes. we're gonna dive in. Let's um, do it. So let's just start at the top. So very, very start of the show, we have opening where um, Hannah and Joao are at it again. I think it's very clear at this point. These two are just never going to get along. Never. Ever. No. Like, let's just get them off the boat. Which, actually, Casey said something that was kind of interesting to me, that they've only been together for a month Yeah. up to this point. I know. I know. You don't even realize 
how close they've become in such a short amount of time, but obviously they're together 24-7. They're, you know, waking each other up and just always, always together. So yeah. you don't realize how close you can get to somebody unless you're in that circumstance. Well, I didn't realize how um, how short. I mean, I guess I did realize that I think the only the charter season's only about six weeks mm-hmm. long total is what I've heard in the past. But yeah. I didn't realize that this was this has only been a month for them. But she is correct in that she says, you know, uh, a day is like a week in charter land. And I I would I would agree with that. It seems like it's everything's like in a pressure cooker. So I know. Um, anyway, so they're all out to dinner. Um, Joao makes a comment that Hannah is materialistic because she does because she's let Brooke wear her earrings to dinner and all of a sudden makes this some big um, dramatic thing that perhaps her earrings might go flying off of Brooke's ears and over the coast into the sea. Yeah. And uh, and so then Joao responds by saying, wow, you're materialistic. And I don't know. What do you think? Is that justified or is that just kind of was he just making a dig as he always does? I love how the producers keep... Um, adding in the little gems of Hannah's comments about all of her things. Oh, I know. Just to round out that part of the season. Yeah. Um, and I think Joao was kind of going off of what happened with Conrad and Hannah's fight in the previous episodes. And so that was still, like, high in his mind. Like, oh. Uh, and obviously he's thought this throughout the whole season. But he's like, oh, you're materialistic. And then Hannah's like, you know, just because I don't want to lose my earring. And she even tweeted that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, well, I, you know, here's the thing. I kind of agree with Adam and all of this. Like, he, she is materialistic. She likes nice things. She, she works, she even says she works very hard for them. She's had a job since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. She's worked very hard for the, what she has. So in a lot of ways, she is materialistic. She just doesn't want to hear it. Right. Right. You know, just like Adam said, I'm, you know, I'm a jerk. I don't, I don't really. Wanna. He he says something a little harsher than a jerk, but <laughs> I'm not going to say it on air. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like if she, if she's like that, you don't need to tell her. I mean, unless it affects you. You know, yeah. if if Adam's being a jerk to you, then yeah. I would say, you know, maybe not call him a jerk, but I'd say this is how you're making me feel. Yeah. But with Joao, it's like that's just calling her a name. But see, I have this theory about people that if you have to tell me something about yourself, you're probably the opposite of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to tell me that you're that you're not a micromanager, hands down, you're like spying on me through the cameras. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like right. you're like they're hands- already on the defensive. Yes. I mean, if you tell me that you're like, you know, you're su- not super materialistic or whatever, then you might be a little bit. I don't know. It's just a theory that I have about people. I know. I mean, Hannah kind of admitted it a little bit. I mean, with her fight with Conrad, she wasn't super defensive. She's like, mm, kind of. Yeah. But with the comment, with it coming from her not wanting to lose the earring when Brooke dropped it, she's like, that doesn't mean I'm materialistic. I just don't want to lose something I paid for. Well, and I that's mean, that's fair. I, I just feel like this fight is just getting old at this point. Like, the fight between Hannah and Joao, I'm just... It's I know. Just, I just feel like they just need to move on. They need to. It's just every single time we go out, they from like day one. Yeah, they've just had this. They just need to be separated. animosity. Yeah. So let's maybe put them at opposite ends of the table. Except that I wouldn't know. make for very good TV. I know. Do you think the producers <laughs> like make them hundred percent? A hundred percent. They do. I know. Which I mean, if I was a producer, I'd do the same thing. I'd I be know. like, hey. 
Joelle sit here. Hannah sit here. And yeah. then, uh-oh, there goes your earring. What yeah. are we going to do? Yeah, because if you think about it, when Joelle, like, broke the glass, they were sitting right across from each They're other. They're always sitting right across from each other. <laughs> they are. Like, it's got to be somebody, some other puppet master is like got to be out there working totally. their magic here because that literally, I would never ever choose to sit beside or across from the one person that I cannot stand yeah. on the entire boat. Yeah. Unless I'm on a reality TV show. I know. I mean, the producers are just doing their jobs. So, I mean, thank you, producers. Thank you. Thank you for making our lives entertaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then Hannah goes to Conrad and tries to get a little backup from him. And he's once again kind of playing the. Um, Ever, ever loving kind of peacemaker yeah. in the whole thing. I don't think that he wants to get in the middle of their fight. Mm-hmm. I think he just is kind of, I think he has Hannah's back and I think he's, he's told her that many times, but I think she was just like, you know, she was saying to him, if you are, um, if you're going to be nice to the guy that's sitting there and calling me materialistic, I'm going to have an issue with that. I don't know. Do we think she's justified in wanting more from Conrad or do we think Conrad did? Did plenty to no, come to her defense. I think she's so overly dramatic about it. Yeah. And I think she's expecting too much. I, Conrad, <laughs> just because she's mad at someone doesn't mean that her guy that she's dating should also be rude to that person. You know, Agreed. if Shwao didn't do anything to him in that moment, like, yes, he should defend her, but he doesn't need to be outwardly, like, mean or even, even like, ignoring him in any way. He was just being friendly. And trying yeah. to have a nice dinner. Again, I think I think Conrad's the kind of guy that does not like to... He's not going to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't want to rock the boat. I think he, he takes his job, his status, his uh, position very seriously. Yeah. And I don't... I think he's, he can see a petty argument versus something worth fighting for. And does not... Tries not to get involved in the petty argument. And I agree. I think Hannah's a little too caught up in the drama... Of it. She loves the drama and Conrad hates the drama. And yeah. so I love that he's completely just standing up for himself once again and telling and telling her and putting her in her place and yeah. being like, This is ridiculous. You don't need to pick a fight over this now. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I like again, I like Conrad. I think he's yeah, I think he's in the right here. So um if you're watching uh during our on our live feed right now on YouTube and you want to let us know what you think, then let us know in the comments because I think we're in the live chat. Yeah, Yeah, we're in the live chat, so give us any comments. What do you think? Do you think Hannah overreacted? Do you think Conrad's right? Do you think Joao is a jerk? Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, And then before we top it, uh, chat about our next topic, which is so fun. Oh my god, I'm excited. brand new guests that have come on and are just so interesting in so many ways. Miss um, Kaylee, I think you have a little message for us. I do. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly, nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yeah, that's what we love to do, guys. And we love being here each and every week. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making that possible. Um, let us know that you're here with us as well. We love that. Yes. All right, these guests. So we got a brand new brand new litter of guests on board. Oh, my God. They're always so interesting. Okay. 
Okay. Just an eclectic group. Yeah. Okay. First of all, motivational speaker. Down with it. Yeah. Totally. Love love me some, you know, self-help gurus. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, ditto. Um, very interesting food choices. They, they're reading off the preference sheet in the meeting before the guests arrive. Captain Sandy, Hannah Conrad, and Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam starts going through the, li- the list. I mean, it is like a it's, – it's literally like an encyclopedia of the things that they cannot have. Yeah. Um, shellfish, butter, cream, potatoes, refined food, starches, <laughs> anything good. I literally – I was like, I, what, what are they going to eat? Yeah. Poor Adam. <laughs> I know, but did it was you going kn- so well. I know, and he's been on a roll. But did you notice how chill he was about it? I feel like if it was like last season or even the beginning of this season, he would have flipped out oh, at yeah. that preference sheet. But today, he was just like, "Okay, let's do it." I think it's really fun. I was listening. I was telling you earlier. I was listening to an interview with Adam earlier this week on the M- Michelle Collins show, and he was being interviewed, and he he basically was kind of saying how he thought that um, yacht chefs are sort of a, a cut above um, in the world of chefs mm-hmm. because of the way that they do have to adapt to anything that is thrown their way. He yeah. told a story about he was cooking on a boat and um, they decided, I'm going to butcher this story, so Adam, you should just come on and tell it. But <laughs> the, the watered-down version is that he had to cook essentially at like a 40-degree angle um, with like – all gratin potatoes sliding all over the place yeah. and like cutlery flying everywhere because they decided to go like sail or whatever. And so they, it literally tilted the boat like 40 degrees. That is gnarly. And he has to learn how to cook in that environment because, you know, the guests don't know any different. Right. They, they want to eat. Right. And especially this, this set of guests because they're stuck on the, stuck at the dock. I know. So, again, it's, like, all about the food in this moment. Yeah, and even watching, you don't really realize that, and you don't think of how hard it is for him to do his job in a boat that's rocking back and forth all day long. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. In that tiny, tiny, tiny little shoebox of a galley. Yeah. It's a tiny little shoebox. Gosh, can you imagine? I can't even make a grilled cheese in there. (laughs) Maybe a PB&J, that's about it. Maybe, if I'm lucky. (laughs) Um, So I'm very impressed with Adam. Um, with these new guests, and and one of them, Miss Lucy, decides to make her way down to the galley oh to God. to make. I think that was her name, Lucy, but she makes her way down to the galley to um, I don't know, chat about fish with Mister Adam. I, what was that about? It I don't didn't know. Super focus on the conversation because obviously all you could notice was the fact that she was in her bikini. Top. Yeah, I wish we had known like more about the situation. Like, how did we get here, Lucy? What was the thought process behind this? Did we just decide like I'm bored? I'm going to go see the chef. Yeah. Uh, like, how did how did she end up there? I don't know what was going through her mind, but she definitely wanted to talk extensively about how he was cooking the meat. And, yeah. And Adam was just like. <laughs> You could see kind of like the shock on his face, but he thought it was hilarious. I love that he's like, I guess I better go to the galley and talk to the chef about fish in my bikini top like you do. <laughs> he like makes it all sexual. He's so like tongue. Are you going to, are you going to uh, braise me? <laughs> if I were a piece of fish, what would you do to me? He's I was doing like, all these like, that's what she said jokes. Oh my gosh. He was, was so hilarious. Funny. I don't know. It just seems super random, but hey, maybe, maybe they got it like that. Maybe they were just like hey, let's go down to the galley and make our presence known. I know. Those people are chill. Day one. Um, so let's talk about these guests, the motivational speaker. Yeah. 
<laughs> did did you have a favorite quote? <laughs> well, okay, the first one I wrote the first one down. Okay. And then I realized that's all he was saying, so right. then I stopped. Okay. But he just said, Here's to living as long oh, and they were cheersing. His here's yes. to living as long as we want and never wanting as long as we live. Okay, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. I can appreciate a good toast. Yeah, I was into that one at first. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the interior and we're sitting and it says, uh, you know, the only reason you have you have not is because you ask not. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a, that's, I'm, I'm going to write that one down. That's a good You're little. Like, yeah, that and then it sense. becomes literally like like one of those peel-off calendars of like every day. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like you pe- every day you peel it off and it's a new inspirational quote. Yeah. Every time they show this guy, you peel back another day and like, oh my gosh, there we are. Let's see. Um, you were never given the power to dream without the natural ability to manifest the dream and make it into a physical reality. Uh, I wrote that today, he says. I was like... Oh, my God. They're, like, endlessly, like, being formed in his mind. I just... I was very... uh, They're, like, fortune cookies, too. Yeah, it really was. It was just, like... (laughs) And and then when he said, you know, when you actually bless food, it actually changes the molecular structure of the food that you're about to take to make it for good for your body. I was like, okay, dude, that's where I draw the line. (laughs) I was like, I can get behind an inspirational quote. I can get behind a lot of stuff, but you've got to draw the line at science. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that one was a bit too much. It was. Um, But they seem like nice people. They seem very adapting of the fact that they can't really go out. Right. Um, of the harbor yet. So they hop on the tender. They're going to go in for a little mm-hmm. a little day trip. And, and uh, Colin is chosen to go with them. Hannah doesn't feel like she's able to go. <clears throat> Probably rightfully so. I yeah. Don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, she could have asked Captain Sandy again. I mean, Captain <clears throat> Sandy's point the first time when Hannah was out there for so long in the tender was that Hannah had been down the past 24 hours. Right. And so she could have asked yeah. But also, she didn't. I don't. I don't blame her for just being like, okay, I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to put myself in this situation again. But then Colin, you know, didn't know Poor how Colin. to make the drinks. He tried so hard, and then Hannah kind of sabotaged herself and forgot the gray goose when she was trying to, you know, be a good right? <laughs> stewardess. I mean, and I, like, here's the thing. I I have been in. I mean, I think we all have been in those situations where you're running out the door, you're trying to get everything that you need, and you literally, you're like, I forgot something. I know I forgot something. You get in the car, you're halfway down the road, and it's like, ah! Yeah. And you remember what you forgot. And it's not like they can go back. No. Yeah. No. So um, so a little bit of a bummer that they forgot the vodka for the for the Bloody Mary. That was a bummer. Key ingredient, you know, if you're going to make a Bloody, <laughs> Bloody Mary. And but yet they had so many beers, and no, it seemed like no one drank beer. But you know what was so charming was Colin. Mm-hmm. Colin, the way that Colin handled it, he was so adorable and char- just like, just very like what we would expect Colin to be. Yeah. Just lovely and charming and yeah. endearing. And I just, I just think he handled it like a champ. Yeah. He can handle the pressure mm-hmm. and make light of any situation. Totally. It's very sweet. And also, uh, we have someone in the chat. Hi. Lisa Lexis. She said her favorite quote was also, blessing the food actually changes the molecules. Girl. Lisa, please. I, I just I, I just need I need some validation on this. Like we draw the line at science, right? Like we can get behind a lot of the motivational yeah. quotes, but can we draw the line when when we're actually not speaking facts? anymore i know and i feel like the, his friends <laughs> unless and... i'm wrong like somebody tell me if like has science changed in my lifetime and 
And now if if I do say a blessing, I, which I bless my food anyway, like that's just a thing that I do anyway because I'm I am grateful for the food that I'm about to eat and I yeah. you know, I like to say a little thank you for it. But does it really change the molecular structure of the <laughs> I know. He should have just stopped it. Bless your food. Be grateful. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the, bringing the science into it was well, not good. thank you, Lisa, for, for chiming in for that as well because I knew I wasn't alone in that. <laughs> I knew I wasn't. Um, all right. So, yeah. I th- it's, and just like Lisa, uh, guys, again, if you guys are uh, watching the show and you want to hop in on a live chat, Kaylee's manning it right now. So she will see all of your comments. If you are catching the later version of this on the podcast via um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcast, please make sure you give us a comment and a rate little five stars a thumbs up whatever you guys um want to uh, share with us we love to hear we generally try to reply back um if we don't then shame on us yes <laughs> but we generally we, we definitely read all of your comments and we um want to know what you think so um hop on in to either the comments on your youtube or on your itunes google play stitcher all of those things let us know how we're doing uh, we only got one more one more episode and then the reunion. So we're kind of coming to an end. Well, we're going to miss you guys. So. I know. So let's keep the convo going. Yes, and we Yo. would love some five stars, too, if you oh, feel like yeah. doing that. I like, a, I like a five star. Oh, yeah. I like a Michelin star, even. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Chef Adam joke. Well, I'm so, my Chef Adam jokes. That's so funny. Um, all right. Team Brow versus Team Hanrad. And that just came up like the Benefer or the... I know, exactly. Whatever. They're like so. the celebrity couple names. This is so fun. Yeah. So that's the best one that I could come up with. If you have a better one, let me know. Broken Joao is really hard <laughs> to do. Wow. So. I feel like yours are fantastic. Brow and Hanrad. So, yeah. so we come to the end of this episode and it's definitely... Um, I don't want to say a boat divided because it's been a boat divided. I just think the the burner is being turned up on both of these couples mm-hmm. and their animosity towards one another. Things are really kind of getting tense between Brooke and Hannah. Um, things have been tense between Conrad and Joao, and uh, and even a little Brooke and Casey. We had a little a little Brooke and Casey revisit mm-hmm. um, ag- against Hannah. Um, both yeah. of them were sitting, uh, as we kind of moved into the end of the episode, they both were chatting kind of in the wings about how they don't think that Hannah is earning her position as Chief Stew. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Let's start with, with Joao and Conrad. Mm-hmm. So, again, they have it out for each other. Joao's schmoozing with the guests. He's hanging out. He's sitting down. He might as well have a cocktail in his hand. <laughs> I mean, he's just like living that that aft deck life, like you do, <laughs> and the and and they catch him on the monitor. So Conrad goes to Hannah and says, "Hey, is this my place? Am I able to say something to to Joao about this?" And she says, "Look, exterior is essentially there to be seen and not heard." Right. So he says something to him. He's like, hey, just a reminder. Conrad goes to Joao and says, just a reminder. This is kind of the standard that we like to uphold on the boat. Just Mm -hmm. the guest crew thing. You know, we're there to serve them. We're not really there to engage them too much. Um, Joao seems to take it. He's not very happy about it. And then immediately proceeds to go to the bridge and Mm -hmm. what I call tattletale (laughs) on 
Conrad to Captain Sandy. I know. He's such a, like, brown noser with Captain Sandy. I mean, Like a little what? teacher's pet. That just, that to me, that made me crazy. Yeah. I'm actually kind of more on Chihuahua's side on this one. What? I know. All right. Give it to me, girl. I Why? know. Because when he first starts sitting down and talking with one of the guests, that guest fully brought him over, was asking him about Zimbabwe, which he we all know he loves to talk about. Sure. So, you know, Joao can't really be rude and say, oh, I need to, like, take your luggage in. You know, he can eventually, if it's going on for too long, be like, we'll have to get back to work. But he was engaging them. And mm-hmm. like they said, he's, like, good at conversation and good at chatting with the guests. Okay. So that was the first one. And then... Yeah, it just seems like the guests are really into wanting to talk to the crew and include them. Because, as we see next episode, they want to include them in that weird circle Ooh, thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. The Kumbaya Circle. The Kumbaya Circle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. I can't remember the real name for it, but yeah. we're calling it the Kumbaya Circle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then, yeah, it happens again. And then he sits down. Maybe he should have kept standing and not sat down and, like, got comfortable with the guest. Yeah. But they clearly want to engage with him, and so he kind of needs to oblige. Sure, and I can understand that. I think I think the, where, the, um, where the mishap kind of was was when he sat down, when he made it so casual that he – and that wasn't until later on, and I get it. Um, I think there's also a way to kind of wrap up the conversation and um, – it seemed to maybe linger a little a little long, but yeah, we've heard from multiple people that that um, Joao's a, a hard worker. You know, right? Like he really does his job on the boat. So I don't know. I mean, maybe he lingered a little long, but um, I don't know. I I well, now you've got me torn. I know he's just. Like I don't want to root for Joao. I know. I don't know. let me root for Joao. <laughs> so anti Joao. <laughs> And, yeah, he's just such a charismatic guy, and these people are really, really interested in him and his life and his story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know how long he lingered, and yeah. Conrad can see. I love how Conrad's eyes are, like, always on him. Sure. But, um, cons- but conversely, Joao's eyes are always on Conrad. Like, Joao's always judging the way that Conrad does things. True. And, and judging his um, his call on a lot of things. So do you do So if you agree, then, that it's okay for him to sit and have a chat with the guests, do you also agree that it was okay for him to go to Captain Sandy and basically kind of get mom's approval? Yeah. Um, I think that at look that petty? point, I think at that point, Conrad is just always getting under his skin. So when he spoke to him again, he's like, you know what? Screw this. He knows that he is on Captain Sandy's good side. So he wanted validation from Captain yeah. Sandy because he never wants to be wrong and con like, he doesn't care about what Conrad thinks of him and is just sick of him being his boss. So, yeah, he just wanted validation. I feel like it was kind of petty, but clearly to Captain Sandy, he was, I mean, she didn't see what happened. Oh, I don't know. I know, I know. It's hard. I, I here Personally, I thought that that move was petty. Yeah. I thought that that move um, made him look a little juvenile, made him look a little bit... Um, I don't know. Like, I get needing to be, needing validation, especially if you feel wronged in a situation. Um, but it just it felt very. It just felt very like I'm going to go tell teacher. Yeah, you know that. 
Conrad yelled at me and I didn't do anything wrong. And uh, mom, did I do anything wrong or is it my, am I really okay? And, and they just like, I, know. I was just so like, ugh, please. He did go out of his way. It was a little unnecessary. He could have and should have defended himself in that situation if Conrad had went to Captain Sandy. Yeah. Then he could have spoken up to her. But, yeah, going behind Conrad's back, it was a little bit much. But also Conrad going to Joao. I mean, I know he did it twice, but I feel like Conrad could have kind of just let that slide. I mean, maybe. But here's the thing. I also think that Joao, if you're going to be confident enough to make this decision, to make this choice and to stand by the choice and to go take it so far as to go see Captain Sandy to, to get validation for your choice, you shouldn't need to do that. Like mm-hmm. if you if you trust your work ethic enough and and you know that you had no ill will or ill intention in chatting with the guests, right? Then like take the slap on the wrist because that's all it was. It was literally he just was like, "Hey, bud, don't do that again." You know what I mean? Like it's not like he was just like, "You're reprimanded. Go to your room." Right? Go, you know, like no dinner for you tonight. Like it I wasn't know. like he was he was taking or punishing him in any way. He was just kind of reminding him of, "Hey, this is what we do." And, and Joao took it to the next level by going to Captain Sandy. It just shows... I'm like, what do you go to Captain Sandy for? Not this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just shows Joao's um, immaturity. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I wish he had had a little bit more um, confidence in that, in his, in his decision, and did not need, you know, the backings of... But he, Captain. he loves the backings of Captain Sandy. Oh, like, he loves she's but she strokes his ego too. She does. She is real bad about why that. Why is she why is she why she does she favorite all, him so much? She is all up in some joao. I know. It's cause he's like he'll he'll work ex- like probably extra hard when he knows that she's looking. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like it's what people do when you're not looking, Joao. That's yeah. your character. Yeah. And that's what I think he's like. A, in some ways, I feel like that's like a master manipulator. You know what I mean? Like you know exactly how to turn it on when somebody's looking, but then the minute that you know that that those eyes turn, you got you know you're completely like a one eighty. That is exactly him to a T. Yeah, like with him and Brooke and him and Casey. That's uh, how he plays the game. That's how he rolls. I You're guess. You're so right. I guess. I don't know. I'm just... Whatever it is, I'm not a fan of it. And I wasn't a fan of him going to Captain Sandy. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my two cents. Love it. Um. All right. Let's talk about... Um. Let's talk about Brooke and Casey and Hannah. Mm-hmm. So, Brooke and Casey are kind of chatting. Um. They're in the uh, bedrooms. They're making the beds. They're kind of, again, misery loves company, and I kind of feel like that's what these two have become for each other. I feel like they are just, they're just, they're just kind of using each other at this moment, at this, at this juncture to kind of get through the season and feel bonded yeah. against Hannah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're chatting, they're saying, you know, that they honestly don't know what she's doing as a chief stew, that they don't know that she's earned, you know, earned her position, earned her title, that, um, they feel taken advantage of, that they feel overworked, that, um, they're really just kind of letting, turning up again, turning up that heat on that fire. Oh yeah. Um, to the point where Brooke confronts Hannah about it. Brooke finally explodes on this one. I mean, I feel like she's been venting about, um, Hannah. I mean, as much as Brooke really can explode. I know. 
because this is as high as her voice actually goes. I don't think it goes much higher than this. I was like, girl, I wanted to like shake her and be like, get mad if you don't get mad. I know. She's oh. very reserved, but also she speaks her mind like with Joao and yeah. now with Hannah. She will stand up for herself and kind of defend herself and tell people how they make her feel, yeah. even if she does it in a very quiet way. Yeah, well, she that's that's very true. Um, so how do you feel about Brooke feeling taken advantage of? Do we feel like it's warranted? Do we do we think that Hannah is actually taking advantage of Brooke? I feel like Hannah has and had Casey. her ups and downs throughout the whole charter, but the whole time Brooke has always kind of been complaining. But then she also complained, you know, after Hannah almost got fired by Captain Sandy, how Hannah super upped her game and was, you know, working extremely hard. And then Brooke's like, well, now she's overcompensating, you know. I feel like at this point, Brooke, you know, really wants to complain about Hannah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she has been complaining for many, many episodes. So I feel like it is warranted. And I feel like if that's how she feels, then she can tell Hannah her chief stew. Yeah. Um, I think that Brooke is too sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> that's just what I think. I think I not maybe not too sensitive. I think that Brooke is looking for a reason to be picked on by Hannah because she knows that she doesn't like Joao. She's very vocal about it. She's very vocal about the idea that she doesn't she just is like you need to watch your back with this guy. You need to be careful with this guy. Um Hannah is is one that says what she thinks. Mhm. Pretty much all the time, yeah. unless you're a guest. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a guest, you're going to get, like, the nice, like, you know, face answer. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, she's not one to hold back. So she's made it very clear from the very beginning that she is not a fan of Joao. And then now she's got this roommate who is hooking up with the one guy that she can't stand. I think that Brooke feels under a microscope by Hannah. And, um, and it does not know how to handle the pressure of that. And so I think any little thing that Hannah does to her, especially now, like after they've, after all of the tensions have continued to build and this, this thing with Joao and Hannah is not getting any better. Mm-hmm. I just think that Brooke feels, um, I, I feel like she, she's looking for something. She's looking for Hannah. It's almost like she's projecting onto Hannah what she thinks Hannah thinks of her. And it's like, no, Hannah's told you what she thinks of you. She's just not a big fan of this dude that you're dating. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with your work or your work ethic. And I I stood by Hannah, actually, when she was just like, I've done this for eight years. I don't clean toilets anymore. I don't make beds anymore. I do a lot of other stuff. Um, this is called, you know, this is the difference between being a chief stew and a stewardess. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't. I mean, yeah. Now, now you're kind of like changing my perspective. See, this is this is it's my a good debate. This is our motivational. We're we could be our own motivational speakers. <laughs> Wait, where's a quote when I need one? I know, right? <laughs> the molecular. Oh yes, whatever. Well, you know, if you change the if you if you say something, if you say a blessing over the fight that you're about to have, it yes. will actually change the molecular makeup of your mind. Genius. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I can't even go there. But no, I just think that I think that Brooke needs. I don't think it's going to chill out. I think it's only going to get worse. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in predictions. Mm-hmm. But um, I I disagree with with Brooke. I think Brooke is just. I think she's 
bottled it up so much that it's finally coming out. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hannah's been consistent all season and kind of said how she's what she's been thinking all along. Um, I think Brooke has kind of stifled it down and pushed it down. And yeah, it's now, she has. And it's now boiling up. So that's where I think this fight is coming from. Yeah, and I think Brooke now kind of officially dating Joao and Hannah hating Joao, that has caused her to explode even more. <laughs> I love the moment between Hannah, I mean, with uh, Brooke and Conrad yeah. in the middle of the <laughs> charter, and they're kind of like, how do we get caught in the middle of this? Like, your person doesn't like my person, and how does this, ha- like, how do we even get along? I know, and both of our people are so, like, hot-headed and opinionated yeah. and dr- full, full of drama, and they're like, we're like the chill ones. Like, that's yeah. why, you know, they could have been together, Brooke and Colin could have been together. It's just like opposites attract this season. I want to know who Colin's dating. I hope he's found a good, a good one, a good egg. I know he's so sweet. Um, yeah, didn't get much of Jamie this this episode. I know I miss Jamie. I miss Jamie on this one. So hopefully we'll get we'll get a big song and tap dance from Jamie next week. Yeah, I needed I need something from. I miss Jamie. I know. Jamie and Colin are just the best. I I think we're we're very clear about who we like (laughs) on this boat. Obsessed. Um, All right, guys. Well, before we hop um, and wrap it up tonight, let's jump into our special segment, which is called Way Below Deck. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, guys, this is the point (laughs) in the show where we like to pick out one um, moment throughout the show that, or throughout the episode that we felt was just a little below the belt, a little below the belt, or a little, Mm -hmm. a little off, a little, or or maybe exciting and fun in a way that we didn't expect. So, our little way below deck moment, Kaylee. What did you have? Gosh, I guess I'm going to go back to. the lady in the galley with no top on. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a hell violation, right? <laughs> like, I know, I know. <laughs> it was just so unexpected. It was, it was crazy unexpected. But it was pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what my way below deck would be. I mean, it's. I think it's just. I think it's got to be that that bless the food molecules yeah. moment from Mister. From Mr. Mr. Motivation. Yeah. Also the missing the gray goose for the bloodies. I personally love Bloody Marys. Okay. So if I was on that tender, I would have been upset. That was bad. That was a really bad moment. When I need my bloody, I need my bloody. I know. I know. I I can. And you could tell they were like red D for it. Oh, yeah. They kept asking about it. They handled it well, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, let's be honest, it was not that like fireworks of an episode, so... Yeah. We're kind of pulling teeth to find yeah. a way below deck this moment. But, um, all right, let's jump into a little bit of news before we wrap it up. Yes. After Buzz TV News. All right, give it to me, Kaylee. What you got? Okay, what do we have first? Is it Hannah? Hmm. So, Hannah posted um, on Instagram yeah. this photo. Um, it's of it's of her from the reunion. So the re- reunion has been confirmed, and this is what she wrote on Instagram. She said, there was a lot of shade thrown, but my hands are clean. Get ready for one of the most explosive reunions yet. Ooh, I can't wait. I know. You look gorge. Yeah, But also, does. I'm excited for the reunion. And um, speaking of the reunion, um, Jamie told Bravo before they filmed that she has lost 24 pounds. I was going to say, she was looking real skinny. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, when I she get, was here with us. Yeah. Has she lost? Did she lose it on the show or after the show? After the show. After the show. Okay. And so during the reunion, um, people noticed how great she was looking. Yeah. And so they asked her. She said she lost twenty four pounds. She said, "I went vegan. Didn't last, but it's just healthy eating, really." I am very light in the gym. I, she says she doesn't like sweating. Okay. She says, um, so she just does weights, and she's very picky with food. That's it. Okay. So no more chocolate milk, I wonder? I feel like she still is into the chocolate milk. I mean, you got to be, right? Once you go chocolate milk, you don't go back. You don't go back. Right? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and last up I have, so Casey and Jamie. Casey and Jamie, if you follow them on Instagram, they have been hanging out, like, for the past like two weeks just traveling together new york i think they're in florida they are best friends i love it they're so cute and they did an interview together with the decider and they asked them who do you think has changed the most in the cast through the whole experience jamie said i would say it's wow funny enough he has come a long way in the beginning i had my tips with him because i was like you don't do this on a boat i know i'm green but i know there is a way of speaking to certain people and that's just not how you do it from his authority thing to his drinking thing to the way he is today the man that i saw at the reunion is a man that i would be friends with oh and casey said yeah he has come a very long way and he has done a lot to get to where he is today he is still learning but he is very different in a good way great so i'm looking forward to meeting that wow i know and they also both referred to the reunion as an sh show oh nice (laughs) Oh, good. Maybe this is a slow burn before the, you know. I am so excited. Before the explosions. I'll take it. I know. I know. I'm looking forward to that. I love it. I love it. Thanks for uh, for finding that news for us. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do a couple predictions, and then we'll head out of here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Whoa, that's new. <laughs> First time I'm hearing that. I didn't that. predict that. So fancy. All right. My prediction is that... Um, <laughs> what I wrote down <laughs> is that Tony Robbins scares the SH out of everyone. <laughs> it's not Tony Robbins. I'm a big Tony Robbins fan, but yeah. that's what I was affectionately referring to this motivational speaker oh, oh my as. Gosh. So I think the motivational speaker is going to um to kind of make everybody a little uncomfortable next week. I'm so excited. Yeah. What was that stick thing? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I can't it, wait. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, we also saw how Brooke asked Conrad if he regrets dating Hannah. Yep. And he kind of pauses. Gosh, I feel like, I feel like he's going to pull away. I don't think they're going to go to Prague. Oh, (gasps) she's pulling Prague. Okay. Prague's out. Prague's done. Okay. Well, we will find out next week. Tune in, you guys, for episode 14, which is our last, I guess the season, maybe the season finale. I don't know. It's getting close. I know. We're getting getting, close. We're getting close. So um, see you guys next Tuesday night. I am Laura L. Thomas. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Laura Thomas Son. And I am Kaylee Stump. You can find me at Kaylee Stump on Instagram and Twitter. And check out my podcast, Sex and Studio City. Yeah. Leave us some comments, guys. We'll chat with you guys this week. Let's keep the combo going. See you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 